0: Welcome to the Fab Life Podcast, where you can reach your potential, listen with an open mind and an open heart, and get ready to have a transformation. Hi, this is Dr. Fab Mancini, excited to be giving you another great podcast right here, the Fab Life Podcast, with one of my dear friends one of the leading doctors, chiropractor, holistic doctor, integrative doctor in New York City, in Manhattan, Dr. Daniel Tenster. Hey, Danny, how are you?
1: I'm great. Very happy to be here with you today, Dr. Fab.
0: Well, you know, Danny, I started this podcast and I'm sharing with thousands and thousands of people so many wonderful things that allow them to live their potential. And one of the things that we have seen over the, of, over the last probably 20, 25 years, is this revolution called wellness. And everybody wants to be well, but a lot of people start and then they fall off. A lot of people don't get the results they're looking for. A lot of people, unfortunately, just do not know what to do on a consistent basis. But then I see somebody like you that been a holistic doctor for over 35 years, success like crazy with so many thousands of patients, What is the missing link? What is it that you're finding in evaluating people today and noticing their behaviors, their thought process? What is it that is really keeping most people in your opinion from truly living their full potential when it comes to health and wellness?
1: Well, that's really a multifaceted answer. Uh, Let me give you a general answer first. The first answer I think is that people have to think more holistically. Um, not just one, there's not one piece to this answer. It's like driving a car. You know, the engine could be in perfect shape, but if the tire is low, it's going to affect the engine. If the, I don't know, the antifreeze is low, it's going to have another effect somewhere else. So you have to take a holistic approach to the body. You cannot look at one system. And unfortunately, traditional medicine has done that very focused approach for a long time from a treatment point of view not from a wellness point of view so that system does not work so well on a couple of levels so number one think holistically think whole body think about everything that's going on in your body and how can you address that think about your cardiovascular system think about your musculoskeletal system think about everything together not just one piece. That's number one. Number two, the system that science is discovering is essential to wellness, health and wellness in the body, is the myofascial system. The fascia was always thought to be like the packaging, like a kid on Christmas morning opens up the present takes all the packaging and throws it away because that's not the important stuff. He wants to get to the toy, he wants to get to the car. That's no longer our understanding of the body. Now we understand that the packaging that the kid threw away in our bodies is essential. You and I remember gross anatomy, you would cut open the body, get rid of the fascia, throw it out, let's get to the organs, let's get to the main muscles. That's not our approach anymore. Now our approach is that the fascia is an essential system in the body. What does that mean? It is a unified system. It's one system. So if there is a, a, an issue with fascia in a foot, we've all heard of plantar fasciitis, that could create a manifestation in fascia elsewhere in the body. And our fascia goes, it's one system, remember, from the bottom of our feet to the top of our heads. Uh, The myofascial system has the most nerves in it of any system in the body. The most nerves, think about that. So that means in terms of function, in terms of feeling, there is no system that is more important. And when your fascia is functioning well, There's good hydration there. It's the transport system for hydration in the body. So it's a very important system to our health and wellness. Research is starting to show us that perhaps uh, fascia has a role in cancer and in our emotional wellness. So when that's the short answer about fascia. Now when we step back again and we start to think about wellness, you have to think about every system because every system is interdependent.
0: You know, one of the things that I love about us, I've gotten to know you over the years, is the fact that you, you've been so successful in the outcomes of your patients because you do have that holistic approach. Uh, but I've always been very curious about the mouth and the fascia system because we learn about it in school, but we don't really go deep as you have over the years. And I know that now you're gonna have a brand new book uh, with the publisher Hay House coming out, which is gonna actually revolutionize the way most people look at their bodies. Because you have brought in not only the science, but all these great case studies of people that have actually resolved issues where everybody else was really struggling to try to figure it out. You figure it out by addressing that fascia system. So you know, the other thing that I started thinking to myself the other day is that most people right now are in sedentary format. That means that they're not moving very much. In fact, uh, the new science have actually called a new syndrome, the sedentary syndrome, which means that most people uh, are either sitting or laying down most of the day. And that means that the body doesn't get the opportunity to move. And as you know, movement is life. So tell me a little bit about. For somebody out there that really doesn't have too much movement in their lives, how could that be impacting their own uh, particular fascia system, but how can that be impacting their health?
1: So we've all heard that sitting is the new smoking. Uh, Why is that? It's because the importance of the fascial system in our health and wellness. If we don't move our fascia, if we don't address our fascia in some way, shape, or form, our fascia becomes stiff and sticky and doesn't move very well. So therefore, we're not moving the blood through our system. We're not moving the hydration through our system. So what we know about the fascia is the posture, and I'm using that term very loosely, the position may be a better word in this case, the position that the person takes, in answering your question about sitting or lying, the position that a person takes most of the time, if we were to take away everything except their fascia, you would still be able to see who they are and what position they were in without any of those organs or their skin or anything. Just the fascia would represent still where they are. And that's because it's become so stuck that it will keep that uh, permanently if, if, if that's the case.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I, I see a lot of people out there when it comes to their health and wellness, they're looking of course at diet and we know that that, has, that plays a huge uh, impact when it comes especially to our cardiovascular disease or obesity or diabetes and, and others. We also take a look at the physiology or the physical activity of an individual, we know that exercise is very critical, but one of the things that I've heard you speak about in the past, one of the things that you're very good at is talking about the importance of posture. So tell me a little bit about why should we pay attention to the posture that we have?
1: So what happens to the fascial system is that it's put under stress. And when it's put under stress, obviously it starts to break down, it starts to malfunction. And the myofascial system functions best in good posture. So when we have good posture, there's very little stress on our myofascial system. So as I said, sitting puts tremendous stress onto the fascia, the myofascia. So it's important to try and optimize your sitting posture, your standing posture, your exercise posture, every posture that we have, every position we want to say it that way, every position that we have will affect our myofascial system. If we can keep the stress down on our myofascial system, that will help us function. But again, just like you said about nutrition, it goes back to that broad viewpoint about our health and wellness. That it's not just myofascia, even though that's tremendously important. It's not just nutrition, although that's tremendously important. It's every piece of the puzzle that we have to address to get that full picture of that puzzle when it's all together.
0: Well, if you're listening right now, I know you've got to be very excited and you're going to be probably learning about a new work called fascia, which could be influencing your health. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with Dr. Daniel Fenster.
1: So far so good?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Fab Life Podcast, and we have the treat to be able to interview one of the leading holistic providers in Manhattan, New York, and a dear friend of mine, Dr. Daniel Fenster. Uh, He is writing a new book that will be coming out in the next couple of months. But you can actually get a pre-order right now uh, to be able to be one of the first to discover what I call the missing link in being healthy and that is the fascia system of the body. So welcome back, Dr. Fenster. Uh, give us a, a couple of tips. Of We talked a little bit about the posture. What are some of the simple things that people can do right now to help improve their posture that would then lead them to maybe have a healthier fascia system?
1: Well, I think the first and most important thing is just knowing that you have the fascial system. That's the first part of my book, Free Your Fascia, Um, educating you about what fascia is. So many of us, even as a doctor, we were not educated on the fascial system. As I said earlier, the fascia was the packaging that we used to throw away in our first uh, educational phase. Now we're learning that the fascia is extremely important. So number one, you have to have the knowledge that your fascia is there, it's important, and it's essential to your health and wellness. That's number one. Number two, in the book, I talk about many different ways that you can address your fascia, stretching, foam rolling, uh, trigger points, you know whether it's self-inflicted or professionally, I shouldn't say inflicted self-treatment uh, or professionally. What I think the real theme of the book is that you must address your fascia. You must do something physically, For your fascia. I think that I think one of the reasons that yoga is so popular that has produced such amazing results is that it's addressing the fascia. We're stretching the fascia. One of the reasons that foam rolling has become so popular is that it's addressing the fascia. So whether it's yoga, regular stretching, foam rolling, vibration, do something to address your fascia, and that will help you immensely.
0: So right now, you you may have you know adults like me that have children. What are some of the ways that we can talk about fascia with our family members? Uh, it could be our parents, you know, because as we age, I'm sure that fascia is going to constrict, and it's going to create a lot of lack of flexibility. What we're seeing as we age, uh, we also know that most people are dehydrated. We're not drinking enough water to hydrate our bodies. We're not breathing enough air to hydrate our bodies. So there's gotta be, so what do? You, what would you say? I mean, you have a, a family. How do you bring the fascia topic into, into your regular conversations uh, so people don't realize that this is not something foreigner. This is something that needs to be talked about just like any other system of the body, like the cardiovascular system, the immune system, the digestive system, the fascia system, is actually impacting many people today, but they have no awareness of it.
1: So I think that goes back to one of our original points that we started this podcast with, is about wellness. You have to teach people and address people. I have three kids, talk to them about it all the time, they understand it because they grew up with it, about the importance of nutrition, about the importance of exercise, about the importance of stretching trying to address the wellness issue on the important issues. And also now with the information that's coming out about fascia, also addressing that and teaching them that all these things are so important in their daily lives. Because that's what it always comes down to. It always comes down to what are you gonna do every day before the crisis hits? You don't wanna wait until after. Because once you have a crisis, It's always harder to put things back together, and that's our mentality. We want to try and optimize things before that crisis hits. So movement is essential. Good posture is essential. Stretching is essential. Good hydration is essential. Good nutrition is essential. Breathing is essential. Mm -hmm. So all those things that you mentioned are really important just to start to be aware of. And the interplay between all of them will gain a person and their family's great benefit.
0: You know, it's so great because uh, you've been a doctor of chiropractic for many years, uh, and you have been educating uh, thousands of people in New York City and the surrounding states that come and see you. You've developed a great reputation in that area. Uh, I know you see a lot of athletes, you see a lot of actors and and, and people in the medium because of being in New York. but one of the things that I was wondering is, if I come and become your patient and you're gonna evaluate me, how would you check and see how my fascia is doing? Is, is there a particular way that when I come see you, I know that maybe other providers out there have missed it, but you're not gonna miss it because you know that when you correct that fascia, I'm gonna be much healthier.
1: So understanding the fascia will clue you into how it's manifesting in a person's body. Clearly, if they're having pain syndromes, their fascia is involved. Clearly, if they're having restriction, restricted range of movements, their fascia is involved. If they have poor posture, let's say they don't have pain and they don't have restriction, but they have poor posture. We know their we know your fascia is involved. So, You can also touch a person and know that their fascia is involved. So there are many different ways to look at this and see it and know that the fascia is a piece of the puzzle. Uh, I was having a sinus issue recently, and I went to an ENT, and he says, oh, that probably means it's coming from your neck, and he started to do some fascia work on my neck. So, you know, I'm not the first one to know this. I'm probably just one of the first people to talk about it in a book for the public, but all of this information is coming together and it's coming to the forefront and very important. People are really seeing uh, the importance of fascia in health and wellness.
0: Let me ask you this question because I see that there's a big uh, interest with a lot of people out there that are getting massages. Uh, Is massage enough to be able to make sure that our fascia is properly functioning? or is that just one component that could be other things that are very much a requirement in order to be able to have a healthy fascia?
1: I think that massage is a great way to help your fascia. Um, Most people are not gonna get a massage every day, so it's not enough. You do have to do some kind of self-care in terms of your fascia, especially if you're active. Or especially if you sit at a desk all day, you have to address your fascia on your own. So massage is great, but there probably has to be additional work as well, which is true of health and wellness and everything. Again, it goes back to that first concept that we spoke about. You have to address your health and wellness on a lot of different levels.
0: You know, I know there's a lot of people out there with back pain and, you know, back pain is so... In fact, most of the studies have shown that uh, about 80% of the the public is going to struggle with back pain at one point or another. So uh, the challenge that I'm finding is that a lot of times people don't really pay a lot of attention as to what could be causing their back pain. They just want to get rid of their back pain. And we know that traditional medicine, unfortunately, has been limited in helping a lot of people that are still struggling with back pain and, you know, one of the reasons that I became a doctor of chiropractic is because I wanted to address the cause of the problem. And through that, you know, we check the body and we check the spine and make sure that people have a healthy spine. One of the things that you have done really well is to ensure that that fascia is also being addressed whenever the person is being under care. So. Right now, if you're struggling out there, if you're having a hard time with, uh, with uh, some kind of uh, issue in your low back or any type of pain in your body, what I'm asking you to do is please be aware of the fascia. If you, if you like this topic and you feel like you want to learn more, I'm going to put a link in here where you can pre-order a copy of Dr. Fenster's book, uh, Free Your Fascia. Because I can tell you, I've been very privileged to have seen a preview copy of it. And there's so much information there for the average person and so many great ways for you to be able to have a healthy fascia and hopefully prevent a lot of these discomforts and issues that you may be having, but also complement your rituals of health and well being that you know are gonna be very critical as you get older. So, Dr. Fenster, I just wanna say thank you so much for the great work that you do. I'm so excited for this book to come out because I know it's gonna impact the lives of thousands of people that are gonna read it and share it with their family members, with their coworkers, with their bosses, with the people that are important to them in their life, just like I will. And uh, any parting thoughts, anything that you feel of all the 35 years of, of being such an elite healthcare provider, what is the one thing that you will leave us with that will encourage us that it's never too late to be healthy?
1: Well, it is never too late because you can always turn the boat around, but I'll tell you that it's always easier to keep the boat going in the right direction. There's that famous saying, ride the horse in the direction that it's going. If the horse is going in the direction of health and wellness, jump on that and keep that going. Address your fascia, begin addressing your fascia if you're not Today, with some simple stretching, some simple self-treatment, you can put your hands, you know, on yourself and feel for tender points and hold that point. And, you know, a little um, foam rolling will go a long way. These simple little, little things done with a preventive attitude will pay you great dividends.
0: All right. You heard it. So now let's do something about it. If you're inspired by this, please go click on the link and, uh, and get the book from Amazon or whatever uh, you get it. Uh, it's called Free Your Fascia by Dr. Daniel Fenster. Hay House is the publisher. So I want you to know you're in for a treat. So pre-order right now and make sure that you read it, share it with your family and your friends. And I know that hopefully you will be supporting your health and the ones of the ones you love. So God bless, thank you so much for joining us and thank you Dr. Fenster, for continuing to be a mentor to me, but also for serving so many thousands of people every single day through your center in Manhattan. I'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us and I hope you act upon what you've learned. Please share this podcast with your friends. To receive additional tools to help you reach your potential, like us on Facebook at Dr. Fab Mancini.